0: part 4 chapter 27 of short history of the christian church by john fletcher hurst this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter 27 the english universities the universities have had a powerful effect on the religious life of england though their lands and revenues were in part confiscated during the period of the reformation they have enjoyed a happy immunity from the devastations of warfare they have been in the closest relation to the Church, and nearly every great movement in the religious world has had its source in these fountains of intelligence. Both in Oxford and Cambridge the Renaissance exerted a strong influence. At Oxford, Collet, fifteen hundred, lectured without fee, on the Epistle to the Romans, and by his free handling of abuses paved the way for the Reformation he was deemed by the clergy of the time little better than a heretic lincarre though he took no part in theological controversies came back to oxford from his continental studies full of zeal for the new learning and had among his pupils erasmus and more at exeter college groyen entered enthusiastically into a like work the same tendencies were illustrated at cambridge by bishop fisher sir john check and sir thomas smith in this university erasmus labored at a new latin version of the greek testament hoping to place in the hands of students a version free from the errors of the vulgate the university of cambridge became a center of reformed teachings even before luther's works were known in england in the internal struggles in the church of england that followed the reformation st john's and queen's college of cambridge became the headquarters of the puritan leaders and in fact emmanuel college founded in fifteen eighty four had a career of unusual prosperity on the strength of its thorough puritanism but both at oxford and cambridge repressive measures got the upper hand the acts of supremacy and uniformity were rigidly enforced all nonconformists were excluded from the colleges and these severe statutes remained in force till the new codes of eighteen fifty eight during the seventeenth century the university of cambridge was the meeting place of currents of thought which profoundly affected the english nation the cambridge platonists henry moore cudworth and wychiot men conspicuous for their character and learning Isaac Barrow, Isaac Newton, William Whiston, and others were men of extensive influence in their own and other times. While they were raising Cambridge to a high pitch as a seat of learning, Oxford was falling correspondingly low on the other scale. At the same time, both universities were suffering from the low moral and religious condition of the nation. It was at this time that the Methodist movement led by Wesley and Whitefield at Oxford and by Barrage at Cambridge turned the spiritual tide of England and a still further deepening of the religious experience came about by the labours of Simeon at Cambridge and of the Tractarians at Oxford all these movements having their birth in the universities have made themselves felt wherever the English race has spread and the end is not yet. In 1858 extensive reforms were inaugurated. The medieval restrictions and the obsolete oaths were swept away, and the universities thrown open to all irrespective of religious faith. Candidates for M.A. and for fellowships were still, however, required to take the usual subscription to the 39 articles, after a long and tedious fight and many reverses, the religious tests were completely abolished, a measure to that effect eventually passing the House of Lords in 1871 during the premiership of Mr. Gladstone. Owing to the exclusiveness of the old universities, measures were taken in 1825 by some eminent dissenters, and the more liberal men of the National Church which resulted in the foundation of one of the most important institutions in england that is the university of london the deed of settlement was drawn up on february eleventh eighteen twenty six the foundation stone laid on april thirtieth eighteen twenty seven and in october eighteen twenty eight the college was opened it marked a new era in education in england and was the prelude to the overthrow of the ecclesiastical regime at the ancient centers. End of chapter twenty seven.